It's time we talked about the elephant in the room and talked about why most drivers are failing. Hello, this is Enzo. Welcome to episode 9 of series 2 of the Race Driver Coach Show. And we're going to get, once again, very serious. We're going to get serious because I want to hit things head on. I want to be the type of person that gives it to you straight because no one else in this bloody sport does. (laughs) And that's because uh, everyone's got to earn money, probably. I don't know. But this sport is seen as a fluffy sport, as where you can go to achieve your dreams. Where kids grow up, they see their F1 stars and they they dream of it and they follow it. And it gives them this Hollywood kind of storyline that makes you believe that racing is, is a dream. But often, when you're in it, quickly, you find out that it's, it's a nightmare. It's not a dream. It's something you constantly shoot for, but get a little bit, you know, you put so much in, but get very little love back. It's life. It's the way it is. But in this episode today, I really want to focus on, and I want it to be probably the best episode because I'm going to give it to you so damn straight. I'm going to tell you how it is. I'm going to tell you what I'm seeing after over 20 years of being in this sport as a driver, as a coach, what is really going on. And as you know, it's always inspired or mostly these episodes are inspired by a question. And the question that inspired this episode is this. Hi Enzo, I've been racing cars for four years. I have won a championship, I'm quick, yet nobody is giving me a break. Other drivers slower than me are getting the brakes. No one is giving me any love. Any advice? Yes, I can give you some advice, and I'm going to give you some damn advice because that's what this episode is all about, but I want to get things straight. I want to get things very straight, Nick. Thanks, Nick, for the question. It's not your real name. Changed it, but you know who it is because you emailed me just today. And the advice is, it's about time you took a look at what's really going on. And this isn't just to Nick, this is to every single driver that's out there. If you think that just sheer speed is good enough to get you a paid drive, is good enough to get you that dream drive and, and, the, and the career in motorsport that you think you deserve, then you're going to be shocked. Because I don't care if you've won five championships. And you've heard me say this before. If you're not creating value for the people that are above, because this is not football, remember. This is not soccer. This is not football where if you win your championship, and you're not in the top one already, if you win your championship, that you get automatically promoted to the next one, the next tier. That's not how racing works. If you win the championship, you get a nice trophy. You get some prize money, maybe. You get a bit of free press. But it stops there. You'll get a few phone calls, maybe from race teams, but if you haven't got the real value for them, if you haven't got what they're really after, which is cash, if you haven't got the money, the finance to race with them, but you're a bit quick, the chances are that you're not going to get a drive in a higher tier. You're not going to get promoted. 
because it just doesn't work like that. You, Most people, most drivers come into this as a fan. Like I said, it's this fluffy dream. They're fans. They're not really realists. They're not really drivers that are seeing what's going on. Because you don't get promoted just through how good you are. I mean, now and then, okay, if you're a superstar, if you're winning everything, if you're at the right age from the right country, then a sports drink or somebody who has another program might pick you up. They might say, okay, you've got the talent, we've got the product and the money or the, the program that can that could do with that talent and away we go. But that's so far and far between. There's a few of them. There's not many. So if you win a championship, I mean, just look, Max Verstappen, Jensen Button, they went to F1 after coming third in a championship. They didn't win. The winners that beat them in F3 those years had to work damn sight harder to carry on. One, in fact, one of them, the one that won the championship when uh, Button came third, he didn't really touch a car again. We didn't see him. Hines, we didn't see him very often after that. Didn't really race much. Owns a team now, runs a team, Manor. I've got you've got to understand this. Everybody is deluded. Or most drivers are deluded. They think they see it too much in their own eyes. I'm this kind of person. I've got this potential. I want this dream more than everyone else. But do you think the industry gives a damn? Do you think the industry cares that you really want to do it? Do you think the industry cares that <laughs> that you're pretty quick? Because plenty of drivers are quicker that are out there. The question is, what makes you more special than the other drivers out there? Why should they choose you and not stay with the driver they've currently got and got a relationship with? Excuse me. I need to use this towel. It's hot tonight. Basically, you've got to make sure, and you've heard me say this a thousand times, you've got to make sure that you are creating more value to the people that you want to attract than any other driver. Whether that's cash, whether that's creating a B2B deal for them, whether that's helping them, the team, save money. Whether it's you've got a great image, social media image, and you're a superstar, and this manufacturer, or you're on TV, and this manufacturer wants to grab you. Either way, somehow you've got to reverse engineer the people above you. What are they after, and how the hell can I, as a driver, you, provide them with that value? Then in return, they give me the seat. This is how you're supposed to think. This is the entrepreneurial, the race entrepreneur that you need to be to survive in this sport. And it's not much different, actually. You see an entrepreneur going from zero to a million, earning a million profit each year that happens, right? Each quarter, maybe. That's as hard to do that from go to zero to a million as it is for you to become a professional race driver and be paid a million. It's the same. But what I'm seeing, I mean, in the entrepreneur world, many entrepreneurs are deluded of how hard it is. But in the racing world, I would say 99% of drivers haven't got a clue how difficult it is to make a career in this sport. And something I've noticed recently is we're even aware of this to us kind of in, in a way, because we start to say now, because when I was growing up, everybody wanted to be F1. Everybody wanted to be world something. The big goals. They had the North Star that was huge and they'd work their butt off for it. But now when I ask a driver, they often say, I just want to be paid to race. 
So you can see that drivers now have even got smaller goals. They've even got smaller North Stars just so they don't get so disappointed because they realize how hard it is, how difficult it is. But because they're not all in, they shorten, the, they, they bring the goal closer. It's not F1 anymore or whatever, IndyCar or NASCAR. They just say, oh, I think I just want to earn a living. What does that tell the brain? <laughs> that tells the brain that I only have to work this much now. So in fact, it's just as hard to only work 50%, but have a 50% goal, than it is to have a 100% goal, something big, and work your ass off. In fact, I think you're more likely to get there that way. But that just shows you the mentality of drivers now. They're just not putting their backs into it. As a coach, as someone who works with drivers, I find that I work harder than the drivers. I mean, now. This is, it's hot. This is why, I, well, I ain't got the windows open or anything, but... um. It's this time. I don't know if you can see that. It's 10.37 on the 28th of May, which is a bank holiday when you're supposed to be relaxing. 10.37 and I'm doing a video. And the recording bit is simple. This, me talking to the camera is the easy bit. This is the quick bit. But to edit it, to put the intro on and to, to make sure it all sounds right, you've got the levels okay and to put the question in and then to share it to Facebook, to Twitter, to YouTube, upload it upload the video and then change it and turn it into a podcast and put it into the, into iTunes and SoundCloud and Podomatic and all this and then just to tell everyone about it I'm going to be here till two in the morning but it's just what I've got to do it's the only time I've got over the next I've just been to a race weekend and now over the next few days I've got a two-day assessment with drivers where we tear them apart physically and we see how they are with their fitness. We see how they are in the simulator and all this. And I've got that over the next three days. So I can't do a video. So I've got to do it now. And I was busy in the day. But that's just what i got to do. I'm not complaining. The voice is going. I'm not complaining because I know it's just what I've got to do to be the best coach in the world. That's my goal. To be the best. The world champion coach. What's your goal? It's hot. I've got to keep doing this. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm going to be a sweaty mess. Sorry, everyone who's listening on the podcast, I've got a white towel and I'm just wiping myself down because I'm getting emotional about this and it's difficult because I really want to get it home to drivers now just how hard it is and hardly any of you are putting your back into it. I mean, as a coach, again, I keep saying that, but I'm constantly asking drivers for their race reviews or race reports. You know, tell me how it went. Oh, it's okay. No, no, no. Write it down. What's the weaknesses? What's the strengths? How were you? What are we going to work on next time? Now, this should be just fundamental, basic stuff, but drivers don't even do that. And then I am expecting drivers to go out there and look for sponsorship. And let me just ask you right now, Nick and everybody out there, how many people did you speak to about sponsorship or B2B deals or investment, athlete investment, some kind of crowdfunding? How many people did you speak to over the last week and approach and pitch to? If it was below five, then what the hell are you complaining about? You're saying you, people are not giving you a break, but you're only putting 10% in. You're not even speaking or pitching to five people who can help you get what you want. This is call, This is not just emailing, sending a Facebook message to a team. This is calling them. This is asking them, what the hell can I do to get in your car? I'm fast. I deserve a shot, and I want you to prove it to you. What can I bring? What can I get, bring to the party? If I haven't got the money, what else can I do for you? And they might say, bring a teammate that's going to pay more than you and subsidize your drive. 
I don't know what they're going to say, but you've got to you've got to really express your passion to the people that can help. But actually, on top of that, you've got to provide value, pitch to them, find out what people want, and you bloody deliver it. What's wrong here? The way to succeed in motorsport is no different to the way to succeed in everywhere, everything else in life. You've just got to put the work in and make sure that you are bringing value to every single person who can open doors. End of. That's it. There is no more to it. But what's really happening is you've got this goal in your head. And it's not happening very quickly, so you're just going inside your shell. Then you just start to look at your phone, and you probably spend about three hours a single day on this, distracting, escapism, not really doing what you should do when you could use them three hours pitching to people, getting your presentation better, speaking to PR companies that can maybe help you, help you look better, help your social media work well, your website, your actual plan, because they're, they're pretty much experts in how to get advertising money out of people so you get a have you even got a PR company that's helping you it's partnering you that's sponsoring you through services and you're promoting them I bet you haven't all these avenues that are out there for you make it very possible for you to be a driver but you're not doing them I bet you if it's not that then you're not being very self-aware and knowing what you're good at and what you're not good at and maybe you're peeing people off. Maybe you're not getting on with people. Maybe the team is not helping you by talent, but because they're telling other people that you're a bit of a dick. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not saying this is you, Nick, but this is talking to everybody. Remember, because you've got to be a good people person to get on this in this on in this sport. So maybe it's that. But I, what I want to really tell you and everybody else is the fact that you're not succeeding is the way that the sport, the industry, is looking at you. It's not seeing you. It's not seeing you as a valuable person. That's what you've got to change. And you've got to say to yourself and ask people that are honest around you, what the hell do you think? Why are people not giving me a shot? And really go into them. Tell me the truth. Because when people give their worst advice, they're being nice to you. But when they give you the advice, advice you don't want to hear, like this now, is when they do care about you. When they do want you to succeed. So if you want this to happen, Nick, and everybody out there, I think you better put your bloody back into it. Every single minute of the day has to be drained, has to be squeezed so hard so you get the most out of it to make sure that this day, this day, I'm going to make sure I'm going to win. How can I spend every single minute of this day to take me closer to what I want? When was the last time you not just asked yourself this, but you actually designed your day to do this? Designed your day to say, right, this hour, I'm going to hit this hard. Then the next hour, I'm going to hit this hard. And you've got 24 hours. You can sleep for seven of them. You can work maybe for eight of them, but then that's a whole lot left to you, for you to do. A bit like what I'm doing now at nighttime. You've just got to do whatever you've got to do to get what you want in life. And it's no different in racing. You see these drivers that are seamlessly easily achieving what they want in racing but and you're quicker than them it's frustrating but you haven't got that option maybe they've had luck but bloody hell they've got to work to keep that drive that's not your life we've got to focus on you no one else but you this is your journey you haven't got the same leg ups like they have you haven't got the same contacts like they have so you have to go and make the contacts 
It's all on you. The only reason drivers fail is because they're not working hard enough. They're not good enough. They're just not applying themselves. It's really all down to that. Or they get a bit of bad luck. They get an injury. It puts them out. Fine. But normally, if you work hard and you know that you've got to create value for all these people that can open doors and you spend your time doing that, creating the value, you usually get there. And it seems to be the defining factor. When I see, and I've worked with a lot of really successful people, world champions, racers, and I see all these things that had to happen that no one else sees, by the way, that had to happen to make that opportunity, create that opportunity to get them in that position. It's usually pretty self-explanatory and you say, oh, I can see how they did it. And then you get all these other thousands, tens of thousands of drivers bitching about that driver and they ain't got a clue. These drivers ain't got a clue what this person's been through, what they're going through now, what they've had to do. Really understand that the only person that's going to make this happen is you. There's no point waiting for your manager to do it. We'll talk about managers another day because they're very important. But you can't just wait for someone else to give an F as much as you do about your career. This is your baby. I want you to see your racing as yours. You're the CEO, CEO of this career. And you've got to make it happen. You've obviously got to be good on track, but you've got to be very good off track. Better off track than you are on. And I mean that. And I bet you're not working hard enough on that, are you? You're probably thinking about it. You're probably researching. You're probably getting things in place. You've got to put so much into this to make it work. And I just want you to understand this. Because there are so many of you out there that are just not, just not doing this. Now, can you understand? You're an entrepreneur. You're a race entrepreneur. You've got to put it all in. Have you got this? And I mean this. What are you going to do tomorrow? Asking you all now, what are you going to do tomorrow that's going to make tomorrow a success and it's going to make tomorrow one step, even half a step, but one step closer to what you want to get? What are you going to do? First of all, like the video a few, a few episodes ago, you're going to set the day up. You're going to start. As soon as you wake up, you're going to make sure that you're in the prime mindset. Remember what I said? How you start your day? You get out. You do some exercise. You're grateful for what you want. What you have, sorry. You see what you want and you come back. You come back home. Even if it's only 15 minutes in the morning, you come back home then and you're on fire. You've got your goal in the mind. You start to write down what you can do. What you can do today to get you closer. What you will do today to get you closer. You jump in the shower. You come out. You get to work. You bloody execute tomorrow. And I tell you what, what I want you to do, even if this might be the morning, so this could be the time that you do it. But whatever it is, I want you to get to the end of the day, whether it's today or tomorrow, knowing that you gave it everything. Knowing that you look back on that day and you say, damn, I was good. I want to do it again. And this is the kind of relentless attitude and approach you need to make a career in this sport. There's no shortcuts. I'm embarrassed to say when I was a driver, I wrote to Tiff Nidell, who was a quite a big driver them days, and he presented Top Gear, and he'd been in F1 briefly, but he was a good driver. And I wrote to him, have you got any tips or any shortcuts to get to the top? And I tried to find his reply because I've still got it somewhere. But he wrote back to me saying, there are no shortcuts, just get a rich girlfriend. 
signed Tiff. And at the time, I was a bit peed. I was like, well, that's not a very good answer. But it was his way of saying, Enzo, you dick. There is no shortcuts. Just bloody get a rich girlfriend. He was thinking I'm such a waste of time, but he still got in touch with me. And I was quite happy with that. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> but th that's what I'm saying to you now. There are no shortcuts. You have to put the graft in. You have to hustle your backside off every single moment. Trying to create value for people. Making relationships. Going to B2B network parties. Showing you that you're a race driver. And you've got quality for companies. You can help them find clients. Look, Bob, meet Eric. He could be a good client. And so then you're the commission in the middle and you spend that commission on racing. You go to a different sport and sell sponsorship on a different sport. And you broker that deal or you help that deal happen. And again, you take that commission and you get it on racing. You piggyback. You sell a, you sell a driver that isn't a top championship. You sell them their sponsorship to companies and again, take the commission. There's so many ways. You sell everything you've got. You do crowdfunding. You do the normal sponsorship route. There's so many ways for you to get a drive. You help race teams save money. You bring a gentleman driver to get you in the car. There's loads of ways that you can get in that seat. Or should I say, the seat that you really want. Don't just say I'm quick and I deserve a shot because... Okay, that's all right. It happens once in a blue moon, but the team needs to pay for the car. Get wise. You're a race entrepreneur. Become this race entrepreneur. Get business wise and realize that this industry only rewards those who are creating value. As soon as you remember that, as soon as you live that every single day and realize that you've got to create value, then you unlock. Then you start to realize what it's all about and it seems a bit easy. Now, are you going to do this? I'll see you next time.